Welcome back to the next Cedarville Stories podcast. I'm Mark Weinstein, your host. And if you're joining me for the first time in a while, I want you to know that we're using the month of September as a bridge to the 2020-2021 podcast series. So for this month only, we are diving back into the archives and airing our top five podcasts from last year in what we're calling a September to Remember Minnesota podcast. As a prospective student, Jeff Bestie didn't want to attend Cedarville University. He was looking for a different college experience, and he felt he wasn't spiritual enough to belong on a college campus where students were more serious about their faith. But Jeff's parents gave him a compelling option. Go to whatever college that he wanted to attend and pay for it himself or attend Cedarville for one year. Jeff selected Cedarville for one year, but that has turned into much, much more. Listen to this week's September to Remember Cedarville Stories Minisode as Jeff recalls how his one-year commitment as a student was a transformational moment in his life. So Jeff and I can see each other, and uh, it's going to be a, a good time. You have a lot to share with your 38 years at Cedarville, but for starters, as a student, how did you really select Cedarville? Well, um, really, my parents were the one that selected Cedarville for me. Um, when I was a high school student, I tell people I was kind of an undercover Christian. I was not really excited about serving God because it wasn't getting me the things that I thought I wanted as a high school teenager. So when it came time to think about colleges, I really wanted the regular college experience. And I didn't think I would get that at Cedarville. My parents had actually heard about Cedarville from a former pastor of ours. So we went out to visit the campus uh, during winter of my senior year, had an opportunity to go to chapel, ate in the cafeteria, which was the newly remodeled old gym in what was called the College Center then. Is that Tyler um, today? That is now Tyler today. Oh my goodness. But it was goodness. the College Center. On our campus tour, which, by the way, my campus tour guide was John Hart. Oh, that's funny. Who now works on campus um, as our university council. Right. He gave me a tour. We went in to see one of the new dorms on campus, Lawler. It was uh, had just been used for a couple of years, I think. Then we went into the upstairs of the athletic center, which was still being built. So the upstairs was just a huge empty area. So campus definitely looked a lot different. Yeah. And when we left campus that day, my parents knew that this was the place for their son to go. I, on the other hand, was thinking, I will never go to Cedarville. I thought everyone was too spiritual. I just didn't really want to be a part of that at all. But by the end of my senior year, my parents kind of gave me a choice. They said, Jeff, you can go wherever you want and pay for that on your own, oh. or you can go to Cedarville for a year. So I decided I was going to go to Cedarville for a year and that was going to be it. So I got to Cedarville, had a actually a great freshman year, and I decided I liked it enough that I was going to come back for a second year. But at the time I was planning to transfer to Purdue University because I was studying engineering. And back when I was a student, we only had a two-year pre-engineering program. 
And it was during my second year at Cedarville that God really got a hold of my heart. Wow. And I tell people what really influenced me more than anything, it wasn't the Bible classes. It wasn't chapel. It wasn't our president, Dr. Dixon. Although all of those things had an influence in my life as a student. What really impacted me was the fact that there were students my age who, first of all, were excited about their walk with the Lord. And secondly, were concerned about my walk with the Lord. And I think particularly that year, I was on the summer sword bearer team, which is what they used to call heart song teams. <laughs> and I was on a summer sword bear team. And it was really the people on that team that probably built into my life more than anyone. And so uh, during my sophomore year, I realized it was time to really turn my life over to God. And then I ended up staying at Cedarville and really thriving at Cedarville and uh, just saw God do so many great things in my life. So I never left. That's, that one year ended up being a very, very, very long time. 38 years, exactly. That's, that's quite a while. So I want to unpack that a little bit. I'm interested in, in hearing from you, you know, if you can recall that freshman and sophomore year, especially the sophomore year where you turn your life over to Christ. Does any, any specifics, incidents, situations, encounters uh, come to mind that really generated your spiritual thirst and thriving? Well, there really was one in particular. It was in January, and it was during the Winter Missionary Conference. And so my sword bearer team sang that night. So we were sitting right on the front row in the old chapel. I don't even remember who the speaker was. I do remember, I believe it was a speaker from Canada. And I felt like all night he was talking directly to me. Oh. And um, so at the end of that night, he had an invitation and I was dressed in a sword bear outfit. Back then, we all used to wear matching outfits. Um, I was dressed in a sword bear outfit. So I did not go forward because I don't know. I, I was just afraid of what it would look like, I sure. guess. So I didn't go forward, but I made a decision at my seat that night. That was a huge influence in me. But then also... The second thing that really, really influenced me throughout that year was just being on my sword bear team, particularly staying with host families when we were on the road and the conversations I was able to have with them, but also with the other people that were on my team, especially one week that we were at a camp up in Massachusetts. I believe the name of the camp was Northfield, and I was the counselor of a group of, I think, fifth and sixth grade boys. And while Northfield thought that they had the Cedarville students there to influence the lives of the kids, I found that instead my life was influenced through those kids, but also through the speakers at the camp and uh, just through the interactions that we were able to have with that staff. So those were some really influential times in that year. Thank you for listening to Cedarville Stories podcast brought to you by Cedarville University. If you were encouraged by this conversation, like I was, please share this episode with a friend. If you know of an awesome Cedarville story, share it with us. We would love to showcase how God is at work in the Cedarville family. And be sure to come back next week when we'll hear another Cedarville story for God's glory.